You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. Happy Veterans Day, fellow men and women in uniform. Welcome to another edition of the Art of Bounce podcast. I am Ralph Anthony Garcia, also known as R4. The Art of Bounce podcast, or Bounce for short, is a pod where I speak on my experiences as a bouncer, security guard, fire guard, bodyguard, and where I acknowledge my fellow men and women in black. This is a joint venture between Force Fed Digital and TURN, the United Ronin Networks. If you would like to ask a question, send an email to rgmc2407 at gmail.com or hit up my DM on X, IG, or threads with the same handle at rgmc2407. Also, see about joining the Facebook group or join T-U-R-N, the United Ronin Networks on YouTube, or follow the pod wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Now then, allow me to introduce you to the Metricopolis Nightclub, located in Midtown Manhattan, thankfully, much closer to the train station. This takes place way back in 2004, almost f***ing 20 years ago. Where the f*** does the time go? Anyways, y'all, we're taking it back to when Metro cards were, like, not even $20, McDonald's still had dollar menus, and when it was hard as hell to change a damn $100 bill. Those that know can surely relate. Okay, boys and girls, without further ado or further to-do, make sure you're dressed for the occasion. No hoodies, no sneakers, no hats, no boots, strict dress code this time around, no smoking cigarettes on the line, and if you're smoking weed, you best have enough for me. Alright then, friends, let's listen in. Alright, we're gonna go to Midtown today. We're gonna go to Midtown today between, what's that? 7th and 8th Avenues on 30th, I forget which block it is exactly, but um, yeah, we're going to visit Metricopolis. Metricopolis, my kind of place, right? You know, it's one of the first places I started. And in fact, it was the first place I worked at for the Admiral. All right, shout out to the Admiral and his team, you know, who uh, accepted me in their foray. But uh. Here I am in the place. I walk up some stairs, right? It's like not many stairs. It's about a good seven stairs to get up to the platform. And inside, there's a window to the left, obviously, where folks collect tickets or monies or whatever. And going inside, there's a little hallway. Not a hallway, like an entranceway, whatever you want to call that area that leads you to other doors. There's one door going left, one door going right. So I keep going to the door that's open. Inside, there's the bathrooms immediately to the left and the dance floor as big as you might recall any nightclub. So as I'm walking in past the bathrooms, past the stairs that lead up to the stage, I walk past that whole area towards the bar. Now the bar 
regulation bar. You see the bottles of top shelf going down the shelves, about six shelves in the back there towards the wall there. And um, going past the bar, there's the entrance to the bar. Behind that is more space towards an exit door heading that way. And then you keep walking, nothing but a bunch of floor. Keep walking towards the back. There's another exit door. And then finally going back around, walking yet through another door to walk through this little dark room, basically nothing in it so no one ever accesses this room, to walk out the second door that was adjacent to me when I first walked in. So leaving out that door, going back outside, go down the little bit of stairs. I see the team setting up the barricades strategically, offer a helping hand, putting up the barricades, sticking them together. and um. It wasn't exactly time to open yet, so the brothers was just lounging around, smoking cigarettes or what have you. And there I was, not really knowing anybody, twiddling my thumbs, getting to know the Admiral. You know, the Admiral and I had a short conversation. He was asking me how long I was working as a bouncer, and it wasn't a big deal talking with him. You know, I thought it was a good look that he was actually giving me a little bit of consideration, you know, as well as telling me what he expects from me, whatever have you, maybe some instructions to how to behave or whatever. Yeah, sure. In the back of my mind, I kind of knew what I was going to do. I was going to do everything I possibly could to roll with this guy. Right? This is literally my first year working with the Admiral. Now, I'm going to discuss about this one particular night. First night went without a hitch. It didn't. Everything's fine. I remember it was a talent show. Usually... At Metricopolis, we would have fashion shows, talent shows, usually on Fridays. Saturdays, the usual performer comes through. There's that. Um, Whenever the celebrities come through, the Admiral, for some reason, chooses me to watch over him to make sure he's good and whoever other security he may have with them to be next to him or whatever as we watch the celebrity as he's in the VIP section. And whenever he is at the VIP section, I'm in charge of the velvet rope there, making sure everybody has the right color band to get in. Right? So there's that. I have to go to a time when fucking guys, right? You know, there's always got to be some drunk motherfucker starting this, making the night bad. A perfect night it would have been otherwise for some dumb motherfucker to start some Right? And this is what one has to put up with in this business of security, having to deal with dumb, drunk motherfuckers. Because every time you turn around, you got to kick somebody out, you know. And if they trying to fight you to stay, you got to fight them. Maybe even beat their paws to get them the fuck out of there. You do what you got to do, you know. And there's always somebody you got to deal with. Now, during Fridays, you don't really get that. For the most part, it'd be mostly young kids. And when there's that many young kids with, like, teens and stuff, that's when they close the bar. They don't even open the bar for nothing. All you're going to get from the bar is maybe some sodas. No big deal, right? There's not going to be any drinks when there's a bunch of kids in the house. So I'm cool with that. Uh, Sure, there are a few that have to have attitudes. You know what it is. But on Saturday night, why is Saturday night 
the night people love to fight. <laughs> Saturday night here in Metropolis, this fucking guy, man. You know what I'm saying? He had to taunt my guy, Big Rudy, man. Big Rudy is at least six eight, nearing five hundred pounds, because he's this rotund big guy. How the f do you figure you're gonna pick a fight with him and expect nothing bad to happen to you? So that's exactly what this one stupid asshole really thought he can do. So he steps to Big Rudy, bumps into him. Yeah, big man, I did it. And then his man is like, ha ha ha, yeah, my man just bumped into you. What are you going to do about that? Big Rudy went over to him and says, I'm going to forget you just did that. Just don't do it again. Because if you do do it again, we're going to have a problem. Mind you, this is already at the end of the night, well past four o'clock in the morning, trying to get everybody out, and you know how there's always some people that have to hang around. After four o'clock, like it's a f***ing after hour. People, we are closed. Folks, we are now closed. Please head your way towards the exit. Step lively. Thank you for coming out to Metricopolis. We'll see you next time. Let's go, people. Come on. Folks, we are now closed. And the people are not moving fast enough, right? And mind you, at 4 o'clock in the morning, there's going to be spilled drinks, all kinds of messes on the floor. Yeah, I had to find that out the hard way. How did I find out the hard way? The f***ing guys that was taunting Rudy bump into him again. So this is where Rudy straight clothesline one of them. Bruh, that man fell head first into the ground. Now the other guy, he was trying to fight Rudy, but I happened to be right there to snatch him up and him and I are wrestling. Now, dude is slipping and sliding on the fucking wet ass fucking floor. And as he's slipping and sliding, I'm slipping and sliding, trying to keep him up to save him from falling down. We were fighting just a second ago, and no sooner than this guy started doing the switch and slip and slide, here I am along with the ride, because I'm trying to keep my feet in order, but I'm slipping and sliding along with the f***ing guy. This guy falls, I fall. But the way I fell was not cool. He falls and bumps his head. I fall and bump my head. But I fall and bump my head on the marble, concrete, whatever the f*** it is, of the f***ing wall of the bar. Boom! Needless to say, I was out for a few seconds. I woke up, my partners come in and check on me. The Admiral and everybody else in his team, they gathered my stuff because it's like, I don't know how the hell they fell out my pocket, but my phone, my wallet, my keys, they all end up next to me. I get up, I search my head to make sure there's not an extreme bump, but I'm feeling concussed and I see my stuff's in my hand, put it all back in my pocket and meanwhile I'm seeing Rudy and the rest of the guys drag these two souls literally dragging them out they're on the floor still would not get up 
one of them busts his head wide open and you see the trail of blood as he's being dragged away towards the outside. Then, asshole ass promoter, fucking dickhead. Let me tell y'all something, man. If there's one thing I can't stand, is a promoter who thinks he's God's gift to the fucking world. And this asshole just happens to be one of them. You see, that's why we have to close this place at four. Well, hell, we tried to do that. But your stupid ass fucking DJ likes to play music after four o'clock. Can we discuss those issues? My God, man, there's one thing about DJs, promoters, and bartenders. Bartenders, barkeeps, we all have to be in the same frame of mind. We all have to be on the same page. DJs, and I can't stress this enough, DJs hold the power of the mood of the crowd. The DJs know very well about this power and use it to their advantage. Being a fucking DJ, I know all too well about that power. But look, man, you seriously got to stop the music at 345, man. Or play some slow jams or something, man. I don't know what's up with these DJs. They don't like playing slow jams anymore. And this was the kind of crowd that was raucous. They played hip-hop in the beginning. They played dancehall, reggae later on. And then that wild soca even later, closer to the end of the night. And it's like, bro, you trying to hype the crowd? Okay, I get it. The DJ's gonna do what he gotta do to earn his keep. But when you rile the crowd up like that, already infused with Hennessy and God knows what else, it doesn't help matters for us security, man. It makes it tougher to get the people out when they all hyped up like that. And then certain songs these DJs play, I don't know why, but for some reason, motherfuckers love to rap about setting it on security. Look, y'all, I ain't with that, okay? 2004? One of those years, man, where you just hear nothing but records about setting it on security, getting violent with security, throwing chairs at security, doing what you do to hurt security. And that doesn't help when you got a large bullet lead on top of it, crunking it up, stupid ass bass lines and shit, 808s, doom, 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 all over the place. Like, bro, it's no wonder people want to fight all the time, especially security. As I f get my punk $100 because the fucking promoter finally want to let me go home. I'm busy ignoring that $100 bill sitting right in front of me as I'm putting ice on my head, man. Bro, I don't know how the fuck I didn't bust myself wide open hitting that marble wall like that, man. And as I even think about it, I could even feel how concussed it made me, man. All I have to do is concentrate, and I feel it, y'all. Listen, man, that, along with so many other reasons, is why I left the industry of security. Especially nowadays, it's getting much more unsafe. They're taking traits away from us where we can't even act as quickly as we want to anymore when it comes to fighting. We gotta wait till somebody hits us first. And even then, we can't be unnecessarily rough with them. Really? Listen, folks, all a bouncer or a security guard is going to be good for doing is IDs because it's getting to the point where we can't even break up fights. That's bad.
You need us to break up fights. But the more powers you take away from us, hey, let me tell y'all, y'all gonna need robots to do this job. And from the looks of it, I think that's really the plan. I think that's really the plan, bro. They trying to get rid of all of us, man. They treat us like shit to begin with anyhow. Look at the way they paying us. $20 an hour. And this is way back in 2004. Motherfuckers is still trying to pay $20 today. Are you fucking kidding me? Another reason why I had to retire from this fucking game. Y'all ain't trying to pay us what we're worth. Anyway, I'll definitely rant more about this in later episodes because Metricopolis was definitely a place for adventure. I don't mind telling you. Now, with all of these things being said, y'all, what else could I say? Stay safe out there on those streets. And if you have a house that you're paying thousands upon thousands a month in rent and thousands to keep the light on and thousands to watch TV, stay your asses home, can't you? You're already paying thousands to live there. What, you gonna pay more thousands going out? Make it make sense. Stay home, please. But then again, not too many of y'all stay home because then you're going to need guys like us when we're doing our jobs, huh? All right, then. That was just one of many stories, I promise you, coming out of Metricopolis. Peace. All right, kids. Thank you for taking the time to listen to an old guy rant and rave about his adventures and misadventures in bouncing. Metricopolis, pretty as that place was, I went through some ugly in there. Thankfully, here I am after all the chaos, stress, and violence to tell you all about it. Big shout to my fellow bouncers who go all out doing this job right. And big shout to the bouncers who don't which gives me a justifiable reason to watch you motherfuckers a lot closer than I've been doing. Big shout to the audience taking their time and their impossible schedules to listen. If you would like to connect with me, just follow this podcast on FourceFed Digital via wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Join me on the United Ronin Networks on YouTube to get exclusive members-only content, such as the uncensored versions of the Bounce Pod. Subscribe to the Art of Bounce Podcast or Bounce on its own YouTube channel as well. You can also find me on www.solo.to forward slash RGMC2407. Go to PayPal, Cash App, Gmail, X, IG, Threads, and YouTube at RGMC2407. I'm not hard to find. I'm right here at all times. Tune in to me or my guys today, because we always got something to say. And hey, if you see a hardworking security officer or bouncer doing what he's supposed to f- can do posted at the front door or exit or bathroom or bar or dance floor please show them a little bit of love because they are humbly doing their best to make sure you and yours have a good time and feel secure be safe 